This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Once upon a time, there were three rad people who signed up at patreon.com slash TMS named Rockin' Burb Boy, Matt Tessier, and Jimbo Fett. Coming up on TMS... What's the date of February 29th? He kind of Neville Longbottomed. Dinos and monkeys and donuts, oh my. Bob's Burgers meets Beetlejuice. Please, expose your sack. Crunch the crown numbers. It's an erection year. Uh-oh. 27 totally different and legally distinct dresses. Penetration testing. <laughs> Double fisting the coffee. Look at the fingers on her. I don't like this trend. Give me the goat. Muller cast. Not a heigl to be seen. OCD, OCD, OCD with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. If this makes you dizzy, it's not the dancing, it's the altitude. Wiener Circle. The Morning Stream. You're a freak and a cannibal, and you've come to the wrong town. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for February 29th, 2024. An unusual day for most years. So happy Leap Baby Day, everybody. (laughs) An unusual day that doesn't appear in most years. And and I don't even know, like, with with the... uh, the chances that it can appear on a day that we don't do a show, I wonder how many actual Leap Day episodes we've ever done. Oh, yeah, probably very few, right? Well, yeah, it's not something I want to take a whole bunch of time to, to look for. But, no, we're uh, not going to do the math on it. Although I did yeah. do some funny math at the dentist and forgot to tell you about it. This is quick. This, I'm so okay. glad you brought this I like up. Funny, I like funny math. Yeah. But I said to the doctor after he finished, he goes, all right, we're all just about done. And I had all the stuff out of my mouth at that point. And I said, hey, I got a quick question. It might be kind of silly. He says, what is it? And I said, how many cavities have you filled? How many crowns have you done? How many? You know, I was like, try, I'm just like, mm-hmm. over all this 22-year, whatever it is, career that you've had so far, yeah. how much of all that stuff do you think you've done? And I figured he had to just guess. And he goes, ooh, that's a good question. Let me get back to you. And then he leaves. <laughs> Then when I go outside to like pay and get all done and whatever, this guy behind the counter goes, hey, uh, Jeremy tells me you want to know these numbers. And I went, numbers? Oh, you mean like your how many crowns and stuff? He says, yeah, I got it. I found it. I crunched the numbers. I'm like, really? really? Oh, my gosh. Wow, I go, okay. you have this data? And he's like, yeah, our, our systems are retroactive. So everything he's ever done is all up to current. And um, anyway, it was crazy how close to uh, TMS numbers his total number of crowns he's given out between 2011 and now, it was almost exactly like 25, 2600. 
Yeah, really. Uh, wow, so really close to our numbers. That's yeah. hilarious. And they each take about an hour and a half, which is about how long a TMS takes. And it's just like, this. it was this weird parallel. Wow. But anyway, I can't remember the exact numbers because he just said them out loud and I didn't write them down. But it was like 10,000 fillings or something. Wow. It was crazy wow. numbers, dude. That it was crazy. And that Jeez. was just him, not his partners, not his brother who joined him later. None of that stuff. It was just him there's, doing shit. There's got to be some way he could he could turn this into a Mueller cast or something. <laughs> like, Thanks for joining us on the Mueller cast. Uh, yeah. First, I want to give a shout out to our new patrons. Uh, That's right. And I guess that yeah. means he's solved the whole 10,000 hour thing. Like the, the, the Beatles, the Beatles performed enough in crappy clubs in Germany that they were bound for success because of the gist of how much they worked or whatever. It's like that. Mm-hmm. So he's now the dentist of all dentists. There has never been a dentite like him. <laughs> you know, let's all be dental right. like him, I guess. I don't know. Nice. Okay, very good. Uh, um, by yeah. the way, so 2012 and 2016 both had February 29th that fell on a day that we would be doing TMS. I don't know if we did episodes of those days, but there was uh, 2020. Uh, 2020. Here, let's uh, see TMS if TMS fell on a Saturday, so I, we didn't do. Uh, we didn't do that, yeah. I bet I have, I have file dates, though. Let's so see. if you could look at 2012 and 2016, that would be the only time. Give me uh give me the twenty twelve date. What was the year? February twenty ninth, twenty twelve. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only distinguishing number is the year. <laughs> Shit, Scott. Okay. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Hold on, I'm gonna find this. Ooh, okay. what year did Leap Day fall on in twenty sixteen? Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> Weird. Okay, February 29th. We did it. Yeah. So on, we did an episode in, in 2012 or 26. That was 2012. 2012. Here's how that one started. The do, I was watching the Dumont last night. All right, here we go. You start the wax cylinder. This. That's us. That's how we started. <laughs> okay. And then. It was we'll, like uh, barely a year into our, our, uh, our little show here. Yeah, we hadn't done any intro stuff yet. That was that's right, a, kind of a recent right. thing. What was the so? What was the other one? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen would have been the other one. All right, let's just see. I like this little game. Twenty sixteen, yeah, February. Ooh, the question is: Had we started doing the titles in twenty sixteen? I think we had. Yeah. All right, right, your bet is yes. I'm going to say probably, but I don't know for sure. I'll take the opposite just to, for a fun bet. Okay. So All right. Here we go. This is episode nine ninety four. We did do one that day. Here it is. Coming up on TMS. Hooray oh. for furry wood. Brian's right. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, so we have done an episode. Does that mean we've done every possible 29? <laughs> Dave the Year, like, easily. We have to have. Right. Done. They're, 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 I doubt we could find in the 366 days of a full calendar. Yeah. That there is a day that we have not done a TMS on in in the in one of the years that we've been doing TMS. Yeah, I gotta think we have, but I think we've done every leap day ever, or well, since yeah. the show started, right? Obviously, the oh, every no, no, because twenty twenty we didn't. That was a oh, we didn't do one on twenty twenty. Oh, right, because you said yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, that's a shame that we missed that. You know, because then yeah. we could have been had a perfect record. Actually, hold on, let's see what we did close to that twenty twenty. Okay. That was a weird year. Um, very, weird year. very weird year. I didn't like it. It was a very weird year. Didn't like that year at all. Closest Lockdown we have started right after. <laughs> we got a uh, February twenty seventh episode. Closest we have. This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. and that's when we had boner pills. So we had boner pills. Yeah, still yep. haven't received mine. Still waiting. No, Brian's still waiting for his boner pills. Yeah. 
I mean, poor guy. Four years, no boner? Come on now. Four years, no boner. It's That's terrible. Right. Awful. Four years, no boner. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Not able to get an erection. I have a question about that, but maybe this is the wrong show for it. It's an erection year, folks. It's it's an erection year. Don't forget to participate in your local erection. That's right. Um, (laughs) I forgot was it like whatever it was. Uh, Something Trump. Oh, I know what it's going to be. This is not a political question. It's honest. Just an honest question. He's he. Yes, I'm glad Mitch is stepping down. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. He he said something. (laughs) I will have a retirement party. (laughs) I will, I will leave. have more time. <laughs> I will leave in November. Anyway, uh, he says he can't pay. This is, again, not a political thing. Everyone calm yourselves down. Yeah. I just yeah, have yeah. a question about this. He says he can't pay the five, 400 and whatever million dollar summary judgment thing or whatever it is. That's sure, not sure. summary judgment. Whatever it is against him. Um, Because he says he's too rich, so he can only do he only can do 100 million of it because he's too rich to pay the rest of it. <laughs> And I'm trying to understand what is the legal, because he's actually having lawyers claim this. Yeah. I'm trying to understand it. And honestly, I don't. I'm too rich to pay this. Oh, that's fantastic. That seems like a strange thing to say. If you have the money, then you have the money. And it's a legal, it's a legal thing you pay because you have to now, because that's, that's the judgment. (laughs) You can appeal it, but the appeal can't be, I have too much money to pay that. That doesn't make right, any sense. Right. Is it a tax? Is it tax related? I mean, still, it doesn't make any sense, right? Leave it to, you know, if there's anybody who can who can make the attempt to convince people, and he will convince people, don't get me wrong, yeah. that he that he can't pay something because he's too rich. It's gonna be it's gonna be a DJ TJ. Or I'm sorry, not DJ T. That's that's his son. Oh, oh right. DJ T. I, I like uh I like the quiet, Donald, tall one. Donald Jennifer Trump. I, I like to think the tall, quiet one is just going to avoid politics and avoid the spotlight and doesn't care about well, any of this. No, the other one, the the young one. Um, oh, 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 uh, Baron. Baron doesn't say anything. Yeah. I mean, he's young. Was he eighteen now or something? Doesn't he seemed like never to say anything? Just always sheepishly in the back. If, if I, I had one know, wish for that, smart. Yeah. If, if I was, he's if, smart, that is exactly what he does. Yeah. If I was, if I had a wish for that kid, it would be just keep doing that. Just stay out of this shit. He, he turns into King Joffrey in a heartbeat. Yeah, it's all it's all tainted, and I don't care what political side or family you come from. This is not yeah. a life, man. It sucks. Why yeah. would you want to have yeah. any involvement in this? You either have to go full douchebag or 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 not get elected. Like mm-hmm. no one yeah. gets it. No one gets attention unless they're a psycho. So just stay out of it. Just I know you're like twelve foot five, so that's hard. <laughs> You're really I've not tall. seen pictures of Baron. I've, I, somehow Baron and Tiffany have just kind of quietly <laughs> been tucked away, like like cousin Oliver. <laughs> he's, All of a sudden, I'll show you, I'll show you an image where you'll be like, oh my gosh, he's. Okay, I mean, he's gigantic. See. This kid, uh, and this is not even a new photo. No, Here. that's LeBron James, Scott. <laughs> he's also he's a black man, and. Um, <laughs> Trump has some explaining to do. Okay, there it is, right there. Let's see. Oh wow, no kidding. So he's a big, he's a huge. Is kid. he? Is he really that? Like, is he that much closer? I mean, is he that tall compared to Donald, or is he just way closer to the camera? Jeez, Louise, that's based, like based on other photos I found, he is that tall compared to them. Uh, he kind of, uh, he kind of Neville Longbottomed, didn't he? Oh, over the past time. couple of years, big time, stretched way out like, between. Movies <laughs> five and six or whatever it was for. <laughs> I just. I hope he. I, I just. He has the look of a kid who might. 
might might be okay if he can just stay yeah, out I of it. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. You know, and I wish this for every prominent kid in any family where they did not choose this life. All right? I wish yeah. it on all of you. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah, people are saying uh 6 foot 7 inches is what they're what they're saying. Jeez. Yeah. He's an enormous human being. Yeah. Uh we got a Amanda sent us a text. You want me to read this text here that Amanda sent us cuz why not? Well, yes. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Amanda says, "Good morning, Morning Stream. I just found out that we are doing We Are the World 25 Haiti for our spring concert in my community chorus." Pretty cool. I didn't know this was a thing. People I didn't know it either. We are the World 25 Haiti? Yeah, people go around and do uh, we are the world versions of the thing, but do it for other charities and yeah, stuff. I don't know. That's cool. Says the huh. director did cut out the rap part, though. LOL. Just thought that was cool <laughs> and timely. Have a great Wednesday, Amanda. Amanda, I hope that um, uh, Ray from Ghostbusters shows up for no reason. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Why can't I think of his name all of a sudden? What's wrong with me? Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah, that's kind of nuts. Um so they also, do. I guess I didn't yeah. know about the rap part that they they must have been adding that to more recent versions of the song. That's I got burned by. Do they know it's Christmas, twenty or ten or whatever it was, like the the tenth anniversary or the twentieth anniversary or whatever? And I'm staying away from. <laughs> staying so away what, from I don't those. even I didn't even know that was a thing. Is that like a re uh, a modern? Yeah, they're doing what Band Aid Twenty, I guess, is what it was called. It okay. was uh, two thousand one, two thousand two, whatever it would have been. Twenty years after the first Band Aid, do they know it's Christmas? This is not good and, or uh, just bad. Just bad, just lifeless. And while it felt like Simon LeBon and Paul Young and all these guys in the first one really, you know, really were invested and really like dedicated to the thing, it just feels like. All right, now we've got two of the Take That Boys coming in and singing, and we've got, you know, we can only afford three members of S Club 7, so we've got two of them. What was the name of the, what was the first group you just said? What was it? The Take That. Is that a real group? Yeah, it's a real group. It's the band that Robbie Williams came from before he took too many drugs and got kicked out. Yeah, you don't want that. Take that. Wow. I didn't know that was a band. I didn't know. I've never even heard that before. That's funny. Yeah. I'm, there's a, what is the, what was their big hit? Um, oh, now you're making me, now you're making me look something up, Scott. Oh, uh, their big song. Let's see if I can beat our, our, uh, our Brits in the audience. Uh, Back for Good uh, was probably their big song. What does that sound like? What's the, deal um that's a really good question um, uh, i can just remember the chorus is like na, 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 na. nope no that's that's uh that's martika <laughs> yeah. uh, tin soldiers but <laughs> 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 so it's like whatever i do see your smiling face coming oh. back for good like yeah. tin soldiers still nope all right sorry it's it's Mar- it goes right into martika wow. right into martika okay all right uh, yeah. b- uh, Robbie I Williams. Can't, I uh, can't. I can't not not Martika this business. Uh, Robbie Williams came back in 2010 to 2011. It's only lasted a year. Yeah, yeah. They heard about TMS and thought, you know what, we can do this too. We're doing this. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. And then uh, 2014 to 2015, they got rid of him again. So yeah, it's like a little little uh, little <laughs> tuned in or a little reunion business, yeah. right? Where uh, yeah, yeah, good stuff. 
All right, we're going to add sure. uh, someone to the call. You guys aren't expecting this. Toy soldiers. Toy soldiers, not tin soldiers. Toy soldiers. I'm getting that confused with one tin soldier rides away. Also, isn't that a movie? Toy soldiers. It was a, it was a movie, and uh, and that song was used as the closing song of the movie. Oh. Um, oh. oh. You know what? Okay, yeah. So there was the one tin soldier. Yeah. There was do-do-do-do-do-do. But then there was also a toy soldiers movie as well. Oh, so okay. So there were movies of both. All right. And there's always going to be that because there are there's no copyright on names. There's no trademark on names for movies. Thank right, goodness. Exactly. That's why you get you five can, crashes or whatever it is. Right. Exactly. Yep. You can name your movie. You can name your movie five easy pieces and not have a problem. Nope. Twenty seven dresses. Totally different movie. It's all about zombies or whatever. Doesn't have a hi, <laughs> there's right. not a Heigl to be seen. Um, all right. <laughs> I'm going to add to the call uh, a, a longtime friend. Uh, of the yeah. program and of uh, of myself and also one of my favorite he represents one of my favorite things I've ever implemented in my entire technological life which we'll get to in a second uh, welcome to the program one Michael Fay from one password hello Michael welcome good morning hey good man Jeez, look at you you look all fancy and stuff on this camera no we're not used to this quality of a of a guest <laughs> it's amazing we, that's right we we're, uh, we're, we started doing little video snippets for the podcast uh, this year, and so I gotta I gotta look good. I gotta look presentable. Nice, nice. nice. And you host this for uh, for those wondering uh, for the for the one yes. password thing. That must be okay. I just I'm just gonna throw this out because it seems challenging to me to be uh, the the voice. Basically, you're, you're you're having to be the voice of a company whose goal is is to give everybody. Uh, great password management, a way to do two-factor in a very easy way, all this cool stuff. And by the way, this is not a sponsorship or a paid anything on the show. This is just <laughs> no. a this is a thing I love and use constantly. But how do you make a podcast around it? Like, I've been doing this for a long time. That seems hard. Yeah. So uh, my friend Matt, uh, who also works at 1Password, and and our friend Anna, we Matt was like, do you want to start a podcast? And I was like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Like, why not? We'll yeah, do that. Sure. And uh, so it's really just an excuse for us to hang out a little while. Yeah. We do uh, we do headlines. So we do we you know, we, we have like our pre show banter like like you guys do. And then sure. we do headlines and cover what's latest in the news. Uh, we do guest interviews. So I, I've been I I tend to do most of the guest interviews, and they're those are super fun. Uh, we bring in security experts. I interviewed a penetration tester the other day. Someone who just like. Tries to get into buildings and stuff for mm. money. Ooh, uh, oh, that's wow. cool. Like, Wait, so people hire him to try to break your system, yes. break the system? That's cool. Yeah, like, and not like digitally, like literally, like, hi, I'm here to deliver a pizza kind of thing, oh. and then see if they can get access to certain offices. And, and wow, stuff like that. it's it's so fun. The interviews are so good. <laughs> like every uh, heist movie we've ever watched. Yeah, I was gonna say, I feel yes. like we just saw this in like Inside yes. Man or something. This is like it yeah, reminded me of something. Yeah. It, like that stuff, it is. It is exactly that. I've ha I have interviewed people where I'm like, so this sounds like a movie, and they're like, yep, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Do those um, people? Do those people always start out as uh, kind of real hacker uh, break in types, and then they they have a change in their life or whatever, and then they get hired yeah. for this stuff? Is that kind of how it works? Yes. Wow. Uh, yes, and in fact, the, the person that I did that I did just interview, uh, he he was arrested by the FBI, and uh, they were very much like, "Okay, so why don't you come work for us for a while?" Damn! Uh, oh wow! Yeah, it's neat. That it's makes neat. sense, though, right? Because those guys are going to be your best experts if you can yeah. if you can give them the deal that that gives them enough reformation 
<laughs> so that they're not, you know, prison rats for the rest of their lives or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. You give them yeah. a reason to do this stuff for good and not, uh, not evil anymore. Uh, it makes sense to me, but it's always so wild to think that that's a thing. And it's yeah. and it's white. It's still considered white hat when it's when it's trying to get into a building kind of thing, right? Right. Uh, yes, if you are being if you have been hired, if you're being by hired company. to do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. If the if the you can't or- just say I'm a white hat hacker and get out of here, right? That's not how it works. <laughs> Darn it! Oh, that's a shame. White hat, white hat, white hat. Well, here's here's the good news. Uh, as a listener of the show uh, here of TMS, you you've heard us do quizzes and stuff on here before. Yeah. Uh, yep. You pinged me and said, hey, I got this quiz. I kind of want to throw at you guys. What do you think? So we arranged this. And um, I figured, why not? It's a Thursday. It's our last show of a, of a standard week. Let's go ahead and throw it in. So I don't know how ready I am, but let's do it. Let's let's see how we yeah. do. Against I mean, you, you are not as ready as you possibly could be because one of you is in the document that I shared, but the other is not. So, oh, I'm in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's one of these deals, is it? I don't, I don't know. I mean, you don't. You, listen, you can go pure audio, but uh, I thought it, that a visual aid might might be helpful. Sure, because uh, they are multiple choice. Uh, so the the way that we end every uh, one password podcast, which is called random but memorable, which is how you're supposed to have your passwords, random but mm-hmm. memorable. Yeah. Uh, is is we do a quiz we play a game and we all, we're always coming up with different games and uh the game this season is called security blank uh so security blank the rules are very simple i will read out some recent security news headlines with one or multiple words blanked out and brian and scott will have to guess which words are missing from the headlines there are five questions uh each correct answer is worth one point i was going to try and come up with some like more fancy scoring system like feud but <laughs> Uh, didn't so we get one point we, for a right answer. We, All right, yeah, it's pretty clear we don't really care about school. <laughs> we, we, the scoring thing is is usually the uh, the worst part of all of our all of our game shows on this thing. Yeah, some really the most contentious. Yeah. Sure, yeah, it comes up a lot. But uh, I will do my best to let everyone uh, to keep everyone up to date on what the scores are. <laughs> uh, as someone who frequently <laughs> listens to the show and goes, yeah. wait, but hold on, I got to do the math and I can't yeah. figure out yeah. wait, who's winning right now. Oh, this it's is good. for this... people to drive when they're holding up fingers, trying to remember how many points Brian and Scott each have. <laughs> exactly. It's very exactly. dangerous. We got to, we got to, yeah. until self-driving cars are ubiquitous, we got to fix that problem. That's a yeah. problem. Uh, <laughs> Brian, can I trouble you to keep score at the top of this document so I don't have oh, to Oh, yeah. Like, Oh, look at that. I can, I totally do have access. I don't think I have access. Oh, request, uh, request edit access. You should, uh, if you refresh, I gave you edit access before our show started. Oh, Uh, um, uh, it's letting me touch account. You probably did it for Coverville at Gmail, right? I did it for Coverville. Yep. Mm. That's all right. Let me, uh, no, that's what I'm logged in as. There's a button at the top that says request edit access. And when I click it, nothing happens. What happens when you refresh it? Does it go, does it change? Oh, let me try. Let me see if that's, uh. This is great. Radio. Uh, it, it is does great radio. indeed. I can I can type a score. Excellent. Fantastic. Okay, excellent. excellent. I, <laughs> cool. Zero. Yep. yep. There we okay. go. All right. Good. It's working. All, it's All right. Excellent. <laughs> okay. First question. Uh, so this is from the register, uh, January of this year. Yep. We'll take that blank over a flashy data spilling internet one. Thanks. Is it old fashioned vacuum, plain dumb car, non electric toothbrush? Or we'll take that seriously ugly toaster over a flashy data spilling internet one. Thanks. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like this. It's too bad Doorbell isn't on here because I feel like Doorbell has come up. Uh, DN- T- DTNS, I think, brought up Doorbell recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all of these things do have their internet enabled. and uh, Yeah, it could be any of them, right? I'm going to do the... 
I'm gonna. Oh, would you want us to say? Just go ahead and say. You can say. say right, I'm gonna say non-electric electric toothbrush. Oh, that was gonna be mine too. Like, I would choose the same. Can we do that, or we have to choose different ones? Yeah. No. No. You can choose yeah. the same. There's, okay. We totally, can either both be right or we'll both yeah. be wrong. That's true. Yeah. Yep, I'll go. Exactly. I'm going uh, with that toothbrush. All okay. right. So we have two two of you locking in with toothbrush. Uh, in January of 2024, the Register ran an article titled "We'll Take That Plain Dumb Car Over a Flash." Ah. Darn it. <laughs> oh, Scott, you brought the sound effects. I did. I brought you sound effects. <laughs> I, was, I was really hoping. All right. <laughs> They're always there. They're always ready. Always at the ready. All right. In February, Wired ran an article that said ransomware payments hit a record blank in 2023. Is it $350 million, $1.1 billion, $25 million, or $1.25 trillion? Oh, my gosh. Ransomware payments? I I've always been told go with the second highest number, so I'm going to say 1.1 billion. I but it really worries me seeing that trillion number on there. <laughs> yeah, the trillion can't be right, can it? I'll I'll go with the 350 million. Okay. Uh, in February of 2024, Wired ran an article that said ransomware payments hit a record 1.1 billion dollars. Brian, nicely Woo-hoo! done. That's for it's me. Always, yeah. It's always, a, you know, SATs. That's how, only how I passed my SATs, by picking the third <laughs> highest option. Whenever they gave you a range of numbers, it's always the third, high, the, the, the second highest. Yeah. Very nice. All right. We're going to stick with, with Wired for the next, uh, okay. the next couple here. So uh, in 2024 as well, uh, February, Wired ran an article that said, blank are a privacy nightmare. Is it AI girlfriends? Ring doorbells. There's your doorbell. There's the doorbells. Uh, yeah. Viral TikTok videos or crowdfunding platforms. Oh my gosh, that's a hard one. <laughs> yeah, all those are all, all those seem to be possible privacy nightmares. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my doorbells because it, it was it felt like a Kreskin moment for me. So if I don't if I don't lean on this and that turns out to be it, then I'm gonna be really disappointed myself. Um I'm gonna go with <sighs> I'm going to go with the weird one. Let's go with the AI girlfriends. Because <laughs> that right. is a thing. Well, that's somebody happening. isolate Scott out saying that, please. Isolate yeah. that. <laughs> I'm going to go with some AI girlfriends, please. Thank you. Uh, it turns out that uh, AI girlfriends are indeed a privacy Woo! nightmare. Nice Scott. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I, I have some very loose recollection of hearing something about the uptick in those not that they were such a nightmare but that because there's this uptick i have to think given that the emotional attachment part yeah. of this that people are just saying too much shit and getting too, there's too much getting leaked out i can't imagine that's good mm-hmm. for anybody oh for sure it has to be right? yeah Jeez. plus it's for real i don't want to i'm not a someone who wants to label people or put swaths of judgment on anyone but anybody at home with an ai girlfriend I'm just saying, maybe go out and do some stuff. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Just yeah. I'm just saying, human humans need humans. All right, that's all. Yeah, yeah. it's it's Eliza 2024. <laughs> that's right. All right, we're doing mine's, good. mine's more of a talking moose, uh, but uh, you know, you do. You. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see here. Also in February, boy, Wired did a lot of articles. Uh, yeah, apparently February. did. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I stopped using blank. It's great and a total mess. Is it passwords, toilet paper, the internet, or I stopped using ad blockers? It's great and a total oh, mess. Wow. A great and a total mess. <sighs> well, I've... all right. This is process of elimination for me. 
Because I don't, I, I think that they would word it differently if they stopped using passwords. I think because what you guys do is is basically have people not really trying to come up with their own flimsy passwords, but use your service, right? So I don't see somebody like writing an article saying I stopped using passwords if they were to go like for your service, for example. So I'm feeling like I'm ruling out passwords. Um, and I, I, as much as I'd love to see someone say, yeah, I stopped using ad blockers and I'm loving all of the, the garbage I'm getting my screen. I'm going to, I'm going to go toilet paper on this one. Oh, <laughs> Somebody's just raving about, <laughs> raving about a bidet. And yeah, wired, you might be right. Wired. That wire, that's another good a total connection. washlet. I'm, I'm going to say this is about a, like a super high end Tokyo yeah. style toilet. And uh, I'm hoping that that's the case. Okay, I'm going to guess that this is some Luddite who's like, mm. I'm done with the internet. It's changed my life. It's a mess in there. It's great not having it. What a mess. I'm going to say internet. A C is my answer. Okay. All right. So Brian's got toilet paper. I've got I've got the internet. Okay. All right. Let's pull uh, our resources. In, in February, <laughs> Wired ran an article that said, I stopped using passwords. Oh! <laughs> it's great. And a total mess. Well, what, uh, what did they mean by that? What did, you gentlemen forgot about the rise of pass keys oh, these days. Shit. Uh, oh, right. So yeah. this is an article about someone who's embracing pass Authenticators and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Stuff where, like, pass key is, the, is that protocol where... I don't totally understand. Tom's tried to explain it to us before. But basically, it's... It's like just a non, it's a non password, right? It's like a, it's a encrypted yes. thing that if you support it, it mm-hmm. just works everywhere. I don't know how, I mean, whatever. One okay. password will support it. That's all I need to know. Cause it does. That's all I use. We do. So we do. It, it does. Great. It does. We do. Cool. <laughs> it, it does. We do. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Perfect. All, all right. right. Uh, let's, let's bring this one home. Gentlemen, how are we doing on scores? We I'm are stacking. one, one to one. So we, uh, <laughs> Ooh. yeah. Okay. This, this, this could decide it here. Uh, I told I was, I was, I said I was going to keep everyone up to date on the scores and I totally, that's didn't. right. Oh yeah. That's uh, one, the score is one to one. One to one. Everybody. One to one, everyone. <laughs> one to one. It's a full count. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now let's jump over to the New York times from October. October of last year, rethinking security when so many threats are blank. Is it dressed up in clown costumes, hiding in plain sight, invisible, or like solving a murder mystery? Well, I'm straight up saying A. Dressed up like a clown. I know costume. exactly. That's why it was my thought too. It's like why would who would when they're trying to come up with believable answers that aren't the right one? Who would come up with dressed up in clown costumes? Yeah, and the uh, reason I like that is because. It, I know they're being hyperbolic, but it kind of works. It's, it's so much of so much security threats these days are funny meme I clicked on, or this is a great account I follow and I didn't realize I was getting fished, or you know whatever. Like it feels like yeah. that would be a good uh, metaphor, I guess. Yeah. I All right, know. so I'm going to ask you this. Either way, if we both choose dressed up in clown costumes, we end up with a tie. Do you have a tiebreaker planned, or I sure don't. No. Okay, then <laughs> nope. Then, Actually, I, then I, I can I'm get one to... though. <laughs> okay, I was going to say because I could do a, I could pick a different one just so that we don't end up in a tie unless we both get still get it wrong. But, yeah, uh, but if you have Anna sent me some extra ones. So oh, okay, I'll so if you've got it, you pick, have a way to do it. Tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. let's do it. Okay, because yeah, my my link, uh, inkling was uh, clown costumes as well, just because it, it is so far out there compared to the other three. The other three feel like what somebody would come up with that makes sense in that case. Yeah, it's not. My mom would <laughs> yeah. say D. She would say, "Well, this is it's kind of like solving a murder mystery." The security. I mean, that doesn't seem like something a normal person right. would say. Not that my mom's right. not normal, but you know what I mean. 
Yeah. Anyway, we both say A. That's what we'll say. We're supposed to say right. Well, uh, listen, the article is titled Rethinking Security When So Many Threats Are Invisible. Oh! Sorry, oh, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, we are going to have to go into overtime. And oh. I'm Kudos to whoever away. came up with the, al- the alternate answers because that is a brilliant strategy to put something in there. It feels so wrong that it has to be right. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay, let's tie tiebreaker. Listen, if it's not this, you just tie. Okay, if it's not this one, yeah, listen, okay. this is okay. the last question. Uh, let's see here. Let's go with. Uh, let's go from the Telegraph. The Telegraph okay. in September of 2023. The majority of people are more worried about online fraud than is it burglary, climate change, terminal illness, or day old stale kale. Let's see if I can. <laughs> See if I can paste this in here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, paste. Right, well, I'm not following the day old. I'm not. I'm not going to fall into the clown costume day old stale kale uh, trap. Day old stale kale. I'm going to say that's fun to say. Health. What was the health one? It was. Uh, hang on. Hang on. I'm pasting oh, yeah. it in, Brian. Give okay. Me, oh, okay. Cool. Oh, good. You're too kind because I can't remember the first one yet. Oh, there we go. Okay. And I had to make sure I didn't. By the Terminal way, ignore the number of spaces. Fraud, it doesn't actually matter. <laughs> okay. Good. I'm gonna I'm gonna say terminal illness. I'm gonna say climate change. All right, good. All right, let's hope we let's hope we bust this game <laughs> yeah. wide open. Yeah, one Jesus. of us is gonna God <laughs> help us. <laughs> All right. Okay. How'd we do? Uh, well, uh the majority of people are more worried about online fraud than burglary. Of course. All right. Well, then it's like soccer. It's almost like you preempted the fact that you knew it was going to be a wrong answer. You had your finger on. I did have my finger there. You know what? I mean, it's fine. It's like it's like soccer. It's okay to tie. It's fine. Yeah, that's right. It's fine. Yeah. Many, many games. Many games and then a tie. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) They sure do. Uh, well, this this is actually pretty fun. I enjoyed this. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your so it sounds like your podcast isn't just for hey we're we're in password and we're awesome. It's also got all this other stuff in it. Tell people where to get it. Uh, yeah. So you can uh, look for random but memorable in your pod catcher of choice. Uh, and uh, you know if you're looking for a, a great password manager, I'm sure Scott will tell you go to onepassword.com. I love it. Sign up. I love it for real. And like cool. I said, this ain't a pay, paid ad at all. We're just, yeah. you know, as an old friend, Michael, hanging out, talking about cool stuff. But also, I will fully endorse it. It has changed my freaking life, uh, the way I work and the way I do stuff. And I, some once in a while, I get reminded. It's like, I'm typing in a thing, and I'll go, oh, do I remember? And I go, oh, no, I don't need to remember. It's all right here. I'll just blip, blap, cool. boop, and it's in. Like, it's changed my whole life. Go, go get it if you haven't already tried it, you guys. It's amazing. Uh, well, this is great. Uh, have a fantastic uh, time. And uh, may all your uh, security issues be uh, toilet paper, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> all right. See Thanks, you later, gentlemen. Thanks, Michael. Bye. <laughs> He's a cool dude. Very he came cool. to Nerdtacular a couple of times. And oh, really? Okay. I don't think Vegas. I should have asked for it. Booted him. But I don't yeah. think he was in Vegas yet or has been in Vegas. But we'd love to have you sometime, Michael, if you want to come. You'd be the nice. most secure person there. Nice. Uh, all right, let's see. Oh, uh, quick thing. Um, somebody, somebody, Katie, I'll say it's not just somebody, uh-huh. Katie in our, in our listenership. <laughs> um, not just somebody, but Katie. Uh-huh. She, she searched for us in, us in Bing's image generator. Oh, wow. Okay. Image you, generator. So this is, uh, Bing has like an open AI, uh, gotcha. thing. I forget. I, forget it's, I don't think it's Dolly, but it's whatever their AI image thing is. 
And so you can go to Bing's uh, chat assistant thing, which is basically their chat GPT, and you can do images there. And somebody just searched for the morning stream and okay. did it four times. And these are the results. Now, I'm sharing these with Brian for the first time. I didn't I didn't preview yeah, him is, on you're these. Gonna, this is actual reaction video of Brian seeing these for the first time. And we have got a, we have got a challenge on our hands to figure this shit out. So okay. this is number right. one. I'll put it up for the chat. Okay. Oh, wait, wrong guy. I put it the wrong guy. <laughs> Did you send it to uh, yeah, Michael? Yeah, I sent it to Michael. <laughs> it's not very good security. Hold on. Let me kill that. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay, you see that? It's a dinosaur yeah, and a monkey. I don't know who's who, but whatever. I do like that, you know, that uh, one of us is drinking out of a coffee mug. This is morning stream. The other one is drinking out of a coffee mug. He says, me tea. Uh, it hit digrun. Digrun. Digrun? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Also, am I eating a shrimp? What is that? Like on my little net. Yeah, if if that's okay. me, I don't if even know the, if that's me. If you're the, if I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'd be the monkey and you'd be the uh, the dragon or the lizard well, Godzilla you, looking thing. You got here. something funky hanging off of your notebook. Look at where your USB connector is. What is that? Little, yeah, it's a, it's a dongle. It's a, a just purely, there. Yeah. it's a, because I'm using technology from... <laughs> <laughs> from the 90s and for some reason a whole thing of donuts opened up for us out there yeah and i can't figure out why there's it's on one side five rows of donuts and four rows of donuts on the other. it's got a real uh mc escher, escher vibe to it yeah totally yeah. yes exactly it's very weird anyway so schrodinger's donuts so then it, so so i figured okay well yeah what's well, a one-off it's weird uh, who knows what the our show is about right but then, yeah, okay. here comes right. number two. I'll put this in Discord as well. This is the second image that it's arose. It's really a very curious George vibe to it. Oh, look at that. Again. Uh, another one. There are donuts. There's coffee. There is you and me as monkey <laughs> and dinosaur, although you're really dressed up in this one. You have like a suit on and tie. Yeah, so yeah. Um, there's well, really fancy and, donuts and, and M. And what is the deal with the A in stream? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like so a, effed up. I hate AI so much. <laughs> it's I so love, stupid. I love this artwork, though. I oh, no, it's great. The uh, style's great. It's got a real... I um, love that your microphone arm is just somehow magically suspended in air. Yep. The, the microphone arm almost makes a better A than the A in the logo. Yeah, and it's and it's daisy chain hooked to yours somehow with that cable. <laughs> but the other end of the cable's just hanging there. I don't know. These are... How, to, oh, how do computers even work, really? Okay, yeah. so then you'd think, all right, well, that's a fluke. You got two the dinosaur monkeys. Have lotion in the creamer? Is that what that is? Now look at this one. It really does not know how to do boxes. Okay. No, it really doesn't. Yeah. Uh, another one. <laughs> Same deal. And seriously, every single time, she's just Katie is just typing the morning stream. Just the morning the... stream, and that's it. Yeah. And then you get this. Can you? I mean, does that make any sense? What is this? These coffee cups are great. Sense. I don't know why. We're, we're monkey and dragon or whatever we are. I think my cup says drowning in cream. Drowning in cream. Oh, yeah. He said, well, droning. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's like it's like somebody said, uh, make it kind of like the Dunder Mifflin mug. Yeah. But, 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 not, but not quite. Also, you have one, yeah. two, three, four, five fingers. And uh, I have one of those uh, garden things that tells you when, when you need to water... Uh, what are your your <laughs> rhododendrons basically? Like yeah, light blue that? things, which That's you weird. stick in the ground to say, "Oh, I need to I need to water more." Yeah, and there's coffee beans all over. 
Yeah. Um, okay. So I this- am so uh, that that's accurate because look at me double fisting not just extra fingers but extra coffee. Yeah. I'm oh, double yeah. fisting the coffee. Yeah. This to uh, me that to me is the most realistic portrayal we've had so far. <laughs> then the final and fourth image. Yes. This and one, I'm always dressed, and you're always naked. By for the, the way. for like some that. reason, this one has a real Bob's Burgers oh. vibe. <laughs> also, look at my jaw. Look at my little, mouth. There's a little Beetlejuice going on there. Uh, yeah, it's effed. This one's effed. Uh, there's money on the table, though. Look at that. There's money on the table. There's a, an iPad. There's multiple monies. Uh, it's it's like the uh, again me with two coffees. Clearly, and look at our. I'm sorry, our microphones are our microphones are steaming hot or something. <laughs> that is the best part. I just love that too. Like, or they just stink. Yeah. Like those are the stinkiest ass microphones. Those are stink lines. Um, uh, yeah. There's some cash on the table. Uh, there's yeah, multiple cash. Well, multiple wads of cash. The donuts look. Uh, and again, coffee beans. Like, like. Yeah, we're doing a morning show. Quick, throw some coffee beans all over the table. Well, I think there's something you're probably it's probably something to that, right? Because it's like the the computer's like, well, morning show, uh, get up, right. get up, get moving. Right. You know, like they want caffeine in there. I don't know. I don't know how these computers work, but I love our our mic stand. Is uh, you could sell this. Look at this thing. I like that mic stand a lot. I mean, although it really does require you and your co-host to be very close together and you don't have any real control over uh, over bringing your mic closer or further away from it. So <laughs> no. it's like, we always have to be in these same positions. Yeah. But I like that, yeah, I'm a monkey, but you're a, you're a dude in a in a Godzilla suit for some reason. Yeah, with an effed up mouth, though. Look at that shit. Because look at that. That's yeah, all attached right. to my face somehow. <laughs> I, I look like Bob. I, I look like Bob or Gene in there. From Bob's Burgers, just looks just like him. I uh, I love these, Scott. I I I don't I don't hate them either. Yeah. You know, and I don't like I I'm kind of not I don't like just here's a prompt now make some art. I hate it, but yeah, these are so stupid that they kind of exceed my expectations. Yeah, we got to put these uh, number one. We got to put them somewhere for the the patrons or whoever. Everybody should see these, but. God, just the just the evolution between the four of them. Yeah, like it's it's like uh, I mean it's like it's asking four different comic strip creators to come up with. Yeah, uh, with with the the same. Can't imagine same why thing. artists hate this technology. I just can't imagine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's there's something very Matt Groening about that fourth one. Little Bob's Burgers, a little Matt Groening, like especially my like the again. We're assuming that I'm the monkey in this case. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you the, see the Did you see the one Dr. Calhoun just posted? What the oh. hell, dude? Sorry, hold did on. He just do the same. So like he just did the morning stream podcast. Yeah, look at oh. it came up with here. It's, oh, it didn't didn't work for me. Oh, here I'll put, I'll give it to you. I have it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here you go. Look at that. Oh. First of all, that is not you over there. That's not me no. either. Neither of those are us. No, but my <laughs> you're like 28, and I'm I'm uh, like a, a seven year old Larry David. All of a sudden, yeah. You're but, like Larry David. That's true. But look at the Spider Man shit in the back. Yeah, that tells the me Spider-Man that they know shit. some stuff. Uh, like a musician, some somehow a uh, 
a Popeye Justin Robert Young playing a, a, a sitar next yeah. to me. Yeah, uh, or something. There's like a, a Lego like a dude in the back. He's like a Lego guy. Thing. Yeah, there's like a laser gun. There's a dinosaur on the front lower left. Why does that keep coming up? <laughs> it's really, really funny how the dinosaur thing keeps coming up. And it's also, and it's also called the Morning Stram. Yeah, the Morning Stram. Welcome to the Morning Stram, everyone. <laughs> we're here. We're here every day on the Monday through Thursday. Be okay. Here. I yeah. feel like one of these needs to be turned into a T-shirt. <laughs> my, and, and my vote is kind of. <laughs> I kind of like them. I kind of like, like the Morning the, Stram. I, I, I kind of like the Morning Stram. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Like, all right, how's this? Do we? I thought right off the top of my head, uh, we put up all five options. Yeah. With a voting system, whichever one gets the most votes, we we have some T-shirts made. We should do it, and we call it, the, or the t- or the or coffee mug or, or something. But, something uh, something yeah. Even if it's just prints or stickers or something, these are too stupid. Yeah, not even to do prints. It. Totally prints or stickers. Like I cannot. I'm looking. I cannot figure out what half of these. No, what what ninety nine percent of the things that are flying behind us. The two Spider Man, especially flying Spider Man. Yeah, what's really with dig. flight Spider Fly Spider Man? Look at him. Dude. Yeah, I, I totally dig that. Is uh, there any? Is there any precedence for that? Is there a flying Spider Man? I guess he has webs when he coasts. Or yeah, whatever. he has the. But he, the uh, the, the Captain Universe Spider Man could fly. Yeah, but I can't true. remember another flying Spider Man because uh, he's a web swinger. He's always got to be a swinger. There's a there's um, kind of a Optimus Prime on the far left near the. Whoever this dude with the beard oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah. You see that the body of it with a dupe head. So clearly, this thing's like, oh, those guys are nerds. They do nerd yeah, shit. Yeah, and but they know like the video game stuff, the uh, uh, the music, the Spider-Man business. Like so much of it though is like there's a weird pumpkin thing. <laughs> yeah, what is that pumpkin thing on top of yeah. another like a ghoul looking head? Music, yeah, exactly. With music note legs, there are. God, this is there's this suckers. Is so or is that a that might be a joystick? I don't know what any of this is, but for whatever reason, you and I look like retirement home specialists. This is like this is an NPR from NPR. Yep. it's the morning stram. Yep, yep. Welcome to the stram. It's good to have you all here. Chate yeah, room, chate okay. room in the stram. All right. Well, Jeez. that was a blast. Uh, That's great. These are these are freaking <laughs> awesome, and I I want to. I don't want to. I want to download all four of them and never, never lose them because they are so good. They're pretty good. Um, okay, we are going yeah. to do one news story so okay. that we can talk about this other thing too. So here goes. I'm gonna oh. hit the thing. I forgot where I am. Here we are. Right here. Nope. Right here. Nope. Right here. Time for the news. Brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville. Yeah, we're back this week. No no uh, trivia questions to write. Thank you very much. Mm. Uh, we're back this week with a triple uh, cover story today featuring music of and by the Manic Street Preachers, Corinne Bailey Ray, and The Alarm. Talk about your wide range of stuff. But, uh, you know, when you're doing covers, these all seem to work together. Um, great songs like Put Your Records On, Rain in the Summertime, and If You Tolerate This, Then Your Children Will Be Next. Uh, all covers and covered uh, that's today at 12 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Very nice. Here's one story for you. Do you know that we are getting the enhanced games? You've heard of the Olympic games. You've heard of the, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, playoffs and uh, Super Bowls and all that. Sure, sure. Well, uh, billionaire Peter Thiel 
kind of a butthole oh, yeah. by all accounts, but also yeah. uh, one of the uh, dudes that made all that. He was he worked with Musk back in the PayPal days. The PayPal days, yeah, right. Anyway, he has a he's backing a new competition called the Enhanced Games, which is doping legal Olympics. So no rules about doping, about uh, taking uh, steroids, enhancing really? yourself at all. You just play as 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 enhanced as you want to be. And it's these are the games, it's, uh, and it's probably encouraged. Like if you know that your opponents are all doping, you better be doping yourself, or else you're at a huge disadvantage. Yeah, the whole thing. thing will be you. You dope if you want to compete. You better dope, and you're not going to be penalized or kicked or anything if you do. This is you are supposed to do this. Um, it feels like a joke, but they're serious about it. Uh, throughout its storied history, no issue has plagued the Olympic Games more than doping athletes taking performance enhancing drugs or PEDs to gain competitive advantage. Well, from sprinters Ben Johnson to Marion Jones to swimmer Sun Yang, even the state-sanctioned Russian doping program, uh, it's been a problem. But this group's like, you know what? Let's get some of that Peter Thiel money. Let's get a whole thing going. I mean, I'm going to be dead honest with people here. I want to see this. Okay? <laughs> I, I have kind of, I like, sure. I got a bunch of moral issues with like, just the idea of like let's drug everybody up and see who's strongest it just seems oh, so God, yeah. like the most manly bullshit ever but i kind of want to watch whatever this is mm-hmm. i want to see it you know it's mm-hmm. like if you told me hey we're doing an olympics where everybody's got cyber implants i'd be like <laughs> you want to see it yeah yeah let me show me see this that. show this is like the kind of garbage no, television in. i want to totally watch. in what yeah. do we uh do we know when this is going to happen uh let's see they give us a date Initially proposed in early 2023, the concept of the games uh, came from an Australian guy. Hold on, let's see. Yeah, thanks, Australia. It's not even us. Can we? Is there going to be a contest who has the uh, most shriveled sack? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> that should be a part of every competition. <laughs> or how many uh, heart attacks? There? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. You know, you know, they ought to do that. They ought to say, um, here's the swimming one. Let's check everyone's sacks. Okay, well, you win right, the preliminary right. sack thing. Perfect. All right. The yes. end, okay, now we're doing javelin. Uh, please expose your sack. Oh, yours are real small. That gives yeah. you an advantage. Shot put. Shot put. Here's your sack. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, it's a thing. They don't have a date. Uh, it well, just says they're working on it. So... They want to do it, though. For him to back, it just feels like. I, I probably because people like us, even people who are have some disdain for this, kind of are, are curious. So it probably just thinks it's a sure deal. Like it'll just make money. Yeah, I mean, it just feels like such a, um, God, what is the, uh, like a, a TikTok version of the Olympics kind of thing. Kind of, like yeah, a, yeah. yeah. I mean, in, in Mr. Beast or you know, like it does feel like Mr. Beast. <laughs> We decided to try a whole bunch of Olympic events and really dope people up with some performance-enhancing drugs. That's Let's right. Do it. I'm 24, and I've got more money than God. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, my sister Wendy will join us, and uh, we'll be talking about a thing. So stick around for that. Brian, you got <laughs> uh, you got some music to hold us no, over? No other, no other setup you want to do while I figure out what the hell I'm playing? Oh, yeah, this is great. Oh, all right. I'm going to say the name of this band very carefully. Um, it's a band called the snuts. Oh, the snuts. S N U T S. And if you, if that's not a fun band name to say, I, I don't know what is. I love it. Um, big thanks to, uh, happy artist records of the orchard, uh, for, for sending me this one. These guys are great. These guys are some, some straight up pop, um, and good pop. Not like, not like, you know, uh, backstreet boys and sync kind of pop, but like, 
like uh, Weezer, and um, uh, if you take the 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 edge off of uh, Green Day, you kind of got a good a good solid pop band. Um, anyway, they've got their third album that is just coming out called Millennials. Oh uh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. I don't think they're. I don't think they're both neither uh, condoning nor promoting. They're just. Uh, <laughs> Well, I guess it's the same thing. They're not. Oh no, that is the, those are the opposites. Condone, promote. yeah, promote. You yeah. can promote without condone, or I guess you can condone and promote. You can do you both. Can condone and promote, promote, yeah, or promote. Anyway, they're sure. not neither <laughs> admonishing nor uh, promoting. How's that? Yeah, whatever. The album's called Millennials. It's their third <laughs> studio album. The band is called The Snuts, and this is their song, Millionaires. strap in your car cut into your shoulder why hello chief
and we're back. Who was that? One more time. As if I could forget Snuts. Yeah, but you're tell never going to anyway. forget the name of this band, yeah. The Snuts, and yeah. uh, their brand new song "Millionaires" from their upcoming album uh, Mill- uh, "Millennials." And this, uh, their headline tour actually starts Monday, so you can see them touring all around the U.S. Go see The Snuts. Go see The Snuts. They're live now in concert. Nicely done. Now this. Whoops, this. I'll explain the situation to Wendy. Don't worry. Well, well, well. What is it we have here? It is my younger sister, Wendy, uh, who joins us as she does each Thursday to do a little therapy Thursday. She's a professional therapist, but she comes here and slums it with us for a week to, you know, help people with their real problems. Wendy, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah? She's... Probably fascinated by these weird images that she sees in Discord. Or, well, I don't know. Yeah, you, I am. I'm your... looking at them. What yeah, is, so, what somebody, seeing? we had a fan or two fans in this case, but the first four, the the monkey and the dinosaur, were uh, a listener just searched for the morning stream in the Bing image generator thing, AI generator. Oh, yeah. And this is what it came up with. And we can't figure out why we are a dinosaur and monkey eating donuts and drinking coffee all morning. It's just with a weird thing. microphones in front of us. Yeah, with smelly microphones. And then and then the bottom oh, one is somebody just did it while we were talking and came up with something totally different that looks nothing like either of us, really. I mean, and, maybe. And yeah. Dr. Dr. Calhoun even gave us a, another one, too, that I think has what I would say is the most accurate representation of Scott but no, no Brian to be found in this melange. Uh, uh, let's see. Is another link you put direct, in? It was a direct email from or a direct uh, message from him. Did he send it to you too? No. Maybe. Okay. Oh, yeah, he did. Here it is. Uh, okay. Let me pull it up. Uh, oh. That is straight up Scott. Who are these uh, other people? Center. I, well, one of them is clearly uh, Alex... Uh, <laughs> Alex Albisu? Goodness gracious. Alex Albisu. And yeah. then we think we've got uh, Lee Iacocca. Yeah. Uh, the kid from Elliot from E.T. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's really what it weird. Looks like, what it looks like when you take the robe off of, uh, <laughs> off of a Jawa. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, some robots. Some uh, yeah. bird as a bird. Some shoes. Someone thing. playing a guitar. Is that the bird? I yeah, mean, I guess. Fire, flaming bird playing guitar. So uh, someone just like looked up in a in someone BAI typed thing. give me give me album art for the morning stream podcast oh and this is what it spit out. And this is what it spits That's out. Amazing. Yeah, we're living in a chaotic time, Wendy. Yeah. yeah, we are. Why am I not on there? We that's can, what I'm that's saying. That's what I, I, exactly. What a sausage fest this thing AI is. AI is freaking Texas is why. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or, or our show only has three female guests. That might be the reason. Yeah, so you guys are sick. we got a lot of dudes on here. Uh, well, anyway, uh, it's good to have you here. I hope you're uh, having a decent week and uh, all's well on your front, I suppose. It's all going great. Do you guys ever get any snow this year or are you just screwed? Just nothing? Nope, we're just screwed. We got a little wow, flake really? the other day. Yeah, it was 60 Monday. I love weather, by the way. 60 Monday and then yesterday morning when I walked the dog at you know 7 o'clock, it was 6 degrees. Six, <laughs> 60 to 6. That's a yeah. significant wow. drop. range. Yeah. And today, yesterday, like 20 by this weekend. I mean, I think we're 70 at some point. Like, that's unheard of. That's un- that's crazy. That's yeah. insane. That's Minnesota, you guys. What, how can you even have a new season of Fargo set in that place? It's not even going to be cold. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. You have no... And uh, everyone's torn because our, it's a, like a statewide pastime to complain about weather. Mm. And now we're all complaining it's too warm, which feels wrong. <laughs> but sure. it's just it's wackadoo. Anyway. But, yeah. yeah. Well, it's good to have you here. Living... 
living our best. Yeah, living your best life, really. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's get to today's stuff. First, we're going to do a little follow-up uh, from last week. Yeah. And uh, I'll read this real quick. It was a question for Wendy after this week's Therapy Thursday, or I guess it was last week's. The session on emotionally immature parents really resonated with me and uh, even have the book on my, on my nightstand. Maybe uh, it's a sign I finally dig into it. Anyway, also, I, I didn't take this at first, but I guess they already had the book. They didn't get it yeah. because Can of I you. tell you something really quick? Yeah. Every person I have talked to yeah. about this yeah. book in yeah. the last little while yeah. has it really? in their house. Why? Wait, 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 Every, it's a lot of immature parents out there. Apparently. It's weird. And I think it's a book you get, you, you run across. I mean, it has 22,000 like five-star reviews on Amazon. So Jeez. it's coming across people's feeds, obviously. Yeah. It's small. This is not like a well-known person writing it. Like, I think it just resonates so deeply with people. Yeah. Anyway, so each person I've talked to, I've said, have you heard of this book? And they're like, I have it. I just can't, <laughs> haven't read it. I'm like, okay, well, read it now. Yeah, <laughs> so now read it. I got, you know, half my clientele are reading it right this moment because it's good yeah. and it's helpful. So, Well, this message goes it. on to say, Wendy mentioned that those of us in this situation may never be able to be our, quote, true selves, unquote, because we had to change for our parents. However, after doing that for 40 plus years, I have a hard time believing that isn't just who I am now. I'd love to hear Wendy's thoughts. Uh, M in Florida. So, uh, yeah, I get that. Like there's stuff recently here. Um, I'm not getting into details, but but on Kim's side of the family, you are you get to be, you know, Kim's three years younger than me, but we're both, you know, middle-aged people we got three little grandbabies now like it's a we're in a very different time than we used to be yeah. and, we, and we still every once in a while something will come up we'll go oh my gosh that has been dogging me for my whole life and i didn't even know mm-hmm. it and it's a it's something from a parent right yep and yep. that's that seems like that seems dire because you're like well i don't you know it's one thing if i'm 20 and i realize these things but when you're like 40 50 60 and these things still come up like mm-hmm. that's freaky. So anyway, yes, this is why I'll never not have a job. It's yeah. because it's so much. And, and, you know, we parenting and raising kids, it's hard, you know, mm-hmm. when, when you're doing it, you're so ignorant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially when you're young, but you're, you just don't, if we knew really kind of how th- sticky things can be for somebody, we'd be really scared of parenting more than we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's because, you know, t- take a kid, you you mostly meet their needs. I would say, at least, Scott, you could argue with this with me, but I think mom and dad probably met most of your emotional needs, oh, yeah. not all of them, because no one's perfect, right. but they did not neglect you or lock no. you in a closet or they didn't harm you in any real intentional ways. And still, you're going to have things where being really known or seen or understood, they missed. Yeah. And, and it isn't that it's only up to parents to do all that work, but they are the first, they are the front line of your whole interaction with the planet. And yeah. so it just has the most, such a big impact, right? So right. you can see those in sm- that happens in small ways. And then you take really a lot of bigger ways. You take a parent who can really is, cannot see a child for who they are, allow them to be themselves, that kind of thing. And what happens is you just wrap yourself into the shape that your parents need you to be so you can try to get that love and get that acceptance and feel good. And that then becomes your whole personality. Like like the emailer said, it just feels like, well, I don't, who else would I be? I only have this. 
I've done it for 40 years or yeah. however long, right? Yeah. Um, and here's the thing. It, this is really scary and many people will never go do this kind of work because it's just easier to keep running into the same wall, a wall that's familiar, right? Um, some people get a lot of relief when a parent dies because, okay, now they can't reject me anymore or I can't keep not getting what I need here. And so that that can feel like relief and some change can happen then. Um, but really just on purpose, diving into this for someone can just be all new territory. Like, who am I really? So one of the exercises in the book, so yes, read the book, um, is to go back to before you, like the time before you morph to make everybody happy. So an example might be for every single woman on, at least on the American continent, before middle school, mm. before you were overly sexualized or before you were, um, you know, those awkward middle school years for most people, what did you used to like to do? What used to just bring you joy or get you excited or whatever it might be? And so I did this with a client the other day and we found in her current life, she did zero of the things that we found were pre 12 years old. So it was sewing, reading, um, singing, like just living life. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then as she had to twist into a pretzel to make everybody else happy and now her life is falling apart at 40 because you can't do this forever. Um, we're finding so much solace and growth in actually going back to who you might've been early days. Now, mm. if you were in a really severe situation, you probably didn't have a lot of moments where you found things you loved because you were trying to keep mom happy from a very, very young age or dad happy or something. Right. right. Um, but for anyone listening and maybe this person, you know, writing down a list of things of like, what did I used to love to do before I had a mortgage <laughs> or before I had, I had to make sure my spouse um, cared about me or my parents were pleased with me or whatever it might be. Um, mm. Sometimes it's a great way to start to figure out who, who am I really? What do I like? And your own self-acceptance of that, right? Because you have to deny those parts of you if they displease your parents, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone yeah. who's ever been in any closet is like, uh-huh, amen. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. No yeah. You can only keep that up for so long, too, like you were saying. Right. Um, I always think of my uh, 10th and 11th year of life. And for whatever reason, I have romanticized that two-year period almost ridiculously to the point that it's not that accurate. I'm sure I had moments of sadness or emotional this or that. I'm sure it wasn't perfect, but I have nothing but fond memories of that. There was Puberty was nowhere to be seen. None of that mattered. All that mattered to me at 10 and 11 was finding snakes in the yard with my brother or getting on our BMX bikes and riding to the school and screwing around there all day or any number of other fun, adventure good time stuff. It was an amazing time. I loved it. Mm -hmm. And I think about it all the time. And when I do that, it actually is, it has a weird like positive effect on me when I think about yes. that era. It makes me go, oh, I'm still basically that person and... And it's funny, a lot of the things I like now are things I would I would love when I was 10 or 11, whether it's drawing or it's, you know, I don't know, okay. cartoons or, you know, whatever thing I just was obsessed with, uh, I still love those things. But as an adult, you 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 sometimes put this on yourself, sometimes society does it, but you have this feeling of like, well, I'm, I'm not allowed to still go watch He-Man cartoons. 
Oh, that's not cool to do that when you're in your freaking early 50s. What's that about? Mm-hmm. Well, who cares? Freaking mm-hmm. go watch He-Man. I know it's garbage, but <laughs> so what? It was my garbage. <laughs> you know? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, the, romant- think- the romanticization of that that time period comes from also the nostalgia of the things that you still love now that you say, I, mm-hmm. I know I was doing this when I was 10 or 11. So yeah. I must have, mm-hmm. that must have been part of that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, and, and it is definitely connected. And I would say, Scott, for this is me, me assessing your childhood from seven years younger than you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, you, you had, you, you really lucked out with your parents because that was not, like you being the weirdo that you are mm-hmm. is was valued and it's because dad was a weirdo too yeah and and I, yet like, i always fe- i always no felt permission. that i only i only no ever permission. felt negative pressure on that outside of the home every yeah. that was never a problem which at home. this you is know? why life it's not like your life is easy but this is why you are as functional as you are because it is so that is so important developmentally for a child to be witnessed as its actual self yeah. in its growing form. And that's what's how parenting is so hard. They change a thousand times under your roof. Yeah. And if you can't let them change or, or it should be. And the best advice I ever had was this lady I really respected. She um, brought me dinner when I had a baby and she said to me, Hey, I'm just going to throw this out here. But when I met my kids and she used that word, I met them. When I met my kids. Yeah. Okay. When I met them, I felt like, wait a minute, aren't I supposed to just be like in love? And this is this most, she's like, yeah, all I felt was like, hi, my name's Brooke. I'm going to be your mom. <laughs> like, Weird. I didn't, I didn't have that stuff people talked about, Yeah. but, and, and that helped lower the bar of like how you're supposed to feel for me. But it was also super right on, which is, I don't know these kids yet. Yeah. They, I'm going to, I'm going to get to know them. Rather yeah. than I'm going to form them and they're going to make me feel good because they play baseball well, or basketball. There, there's right? also, there's also uh, it's funny because there's a thing happening right now and it's kind of a celebrity thing, but um, Bradley Cooper's being taken to task for an interview he did on Dax Shepard's uh, podcast where they were talking about kids and how it changes your life and everything. And he said uh, he didn't think he loved this kid when she was born he says it's uh here's a quote it's dope it's cool i'm watching this thing morph he said referring to his daughter fascinated by it uh love taking care of it would die if someone came in with a gun uh it's only a couple months i don't know like he he doesn't he's not feeling that like i would die for this kid feeling or i don't know if i i know i'm meant to take care of it but do i do i love what this is i don't even know what this is and it took time Mm -hmm. for it people are really piling on him for this but Mm -hmm. i think what he was saying was I'm, and I'm not, I, I haven't heard the whole interview, but I think it's sure. context matters. But I think what he's basically saying is I wasn't expecting to not feel those feelings then. I feel them now, but it took time. Um, yeah. It's okay to admit that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, th- you just can't do anything in the internet age and have a nuance. Well, especially if you're, yeah, especially <laughs> but, if you're Bradley but, Cooper. But also, but, like, yeah. what is happening in someone that this is. This is, I don't know, an fool's errand. But what is happening for people that they get so triggered by someone saying something about their own experience that in the end, he's not saying, you know, I don't even like this kid. I'm just going to pay for it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, but what what triggers that in us? And that's, if you can get curious about that, that doesn't trigger me one iota. But I also had parents that, man, you paved the way. I was 
easy to get to know. Mm -hmm. They did not have to twist their brain to understand me. I was very boring and straightforward. I was still myself, right? But does that make sense? Like, that's how it actually should be. And if you weren't given that as a kid, if you were not allowed to be yourself, then it's going to really hit you. Certain things are going to hit you more than other things, right? You're going to hear a celebrity say a thing and freak out. Like my favorite is how everyone gets obsessed with like the, the bathing habits of celebrities. Like, yeah. Oh, they don't, they only shower, wash their hair once a week or some whatever. And you're yeah. like, Wah! and that's because that's your stuff. Yeah. Like how you, and you're not, they're not allowed to have their own weird thing that they do because you need them to be something that's about you. And so it is a fascinating little uh, kaleidoscope. It's about you, but it's also about the depersonalization of people you don't know, but you, you think you do. Yeah. Like somehow Bradley Cooper is the worst thing in the world because he could honestly talk about attachment development, which is normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the real problem is if you're not allowed to have that be your experience, like Brooke, who had to shake hands with her kids, <laughs> then <laughs> if that's not... There's not if that's not permissible, then what do you do? You're gonna fake like it's something? Like you know what kids need is parents faking it, right? Yeah, more faking uh, it. That, that's the hard thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I just I, I it's it's it was a thing I had to learn that not everybody was thrilled. Like when my kids all popped out the shoot, I was stoked. I was so excited, emotionally, yeah. just so ready. It was the, their high points of my life still. Like, this is the most amazing thing. And my relationship with them now matters more to me than anything. But it took me a while to realize that not everyone is having that experience in the ER, or not ER, but in the in the birthing room. <laughs> their, their fears yeah. that they may have had leading up to it don't suddenly abate like mine did. Some of yeah. them carried forward. Some of them never left. Some of them still yeah. deal with it now and they're whatever. And I And to me, that feels really foreign and weird. The hard part is just going, yeah, it does feel foreign and weird to you because that's not yours. There, that's, that's not, not your, your thing. Experience. And somebody else's experience, you gotta, you gotta get better about understanding that not everybody had that experience, you know? Well, and also go, let's go back to your 10 and 11 year old um, highlight reel. That is, <laughs> um, when I'm working with someone to help heal a lot of these wounds that yeah. happened when they were younger and they don't have a 10 year old life like that. They don't have a five-year-old life like that. They were very young ages, whether through abuse, directly obvious, physical, sexual, any kind of abuse like that, or the more insidious and dangerous emotional abuse, they are not, they were not allowed to be children in the same way that, that your, that concept of just free and carefree and safe and loved and there's a place to come home and eat like notice you weren't like where will i eat tonight right or Mm -hmm. what kind of dad am i coming home to like those are real things these children have experienced right and and that has carried on throughout their life so when you are feeling the burnout at midlife or even earlier because you've had to play a role you've had to survive it's your adrenal glands give out right autoimmune disorders are connected there your body is showing you because you 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 couldn't see it earlier because it was this water you were swimming in you don't know but when those signs come up it's the body's way of going like we can't we're not doing this anymore yeah so even if it's 40 years in and you think this is my personality i promise your everything in your physical system doesn't want it anymore Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so to heal that often what i'm doing with these folks is 
getting that these sort of, you know, and you ever hear, hear healing your inner child or sure. freeing your inner child. It's literally what this means is allowing that inner child to play and to not be trapped inside this system that was requiring them to be something else. So it is a, really about creating your highlight 10 year old reel for these kids who never got to have that right. and can be incredibly life altering for them. Right. Um, I had a client recently, we d- did a session similar to this and just really freeing up this little kid in her that had to keep mom, mom safe emotionally because mom was not okay. And what happens when that kid no longer feels that burden, the whole system just relaxed. She's like, what, what voodoo is this? Her husband said, what happened? But I would like to sign up (laughs) (laughs) because it's, it's like holding your breath your whole life. It's like waiting for the other shoe to drop your whole life. Um, and there are ways to help and treat this. And that I guess that's what I, I'm hoping for. And when people, that book is nice because it's concise and accessible and 22,000 people gave it five stars. Maybe people will look at it and kind of identify some stuff that's kind of held them um, to be reactive or sad or isolating or whatever it is they're doing right now. There's often explanations from earlier stages. Sure, sure. Well, I hope this, uh, I hope this helps our follow-up asker because... Uh... I don't know. I got a lot out of last week's episode, and I think other people did too. Parents, man, what are you going to do with them? What a bunch of weirdos, oh, right, man. Carter? Parents, right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Nothing. I'm teasing you. Go back to work. Can't live with them. Can't. Uh... Can't be born without <laughs> Can't them. Be born without Can't them. Be exactly. born without them. <laughs> uh, all right, we've got a whole other email here. Um, it's a bit of a beast, but I think we can get through this. Uh, in t- in terms of answering, what if the I question. read it. Yeah. You want to read it? You can read it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let me read it. You totally up to you. Okay. Yeah. You start with the dear Wendy and then we'll give all the advice. All right. Okay. So dear Wendy, my daughter is about to turn 11 years old. Ooh, that's that special time we're talking yeah. about. Okay. And she's been seeing a therapist for anxiety for a few months now. She says she likes it and that it's been helping her. The other night as her mom was putting her to bed, she asked if there was a book that she could get so that she could learn more about anxiety. She said she wanted to learn more about about her anxiety to understand it better and that she wanted to learn more tools and techniques for managing her anxiety. So on the surface, this is simply a book request for my 11-year-old daughter. But let me give more context in case it helps. Oh, this is a listener. They know I need context. They know. Yeah, they know what's Uh, up. Because I'd also like to know things that I can do as a parent to help her through this. Yeah. So that's going to be important. Um, So my daughter has always been a bit of a worrier, but it's gotten worse over the years. She's worries a lot in unfamiliar situations in situations where she has a perceived lack of control. Some examples are that she recently went with a friend's family on a day on a day trip two hours out of town. She was very anxious about whether the friend's mom, whom she knows very well, by the way, was going to get mad at her for some reason. Another example is how anytime we go anywhere, she always has to make sure that they have a bathroom there because she is worried about whether or not she will have a place to go. Valid. She doesn't have a bowel yeah. issue at all and has never had any urinary tract infections or anything. It's just something that she fixates on. She ca- ca- catastrophizes quite catastrophizes quite a lot and has a hard time focusing on the potential positive outcome of a situation. Therapy has helped her some. It seems like she has gotten better at managing her anxiety at school and feels better day to day. But it also seems like her anxieties have been distilled or concentrated more intensely in specific reoccurring moments and situations. Bad times are always hard for her. Recent bed, oh, bedtimes. Bed yep. It's all right. Thank you. Bedtimes. Recently in her class, they've been discussing history and have talked about social justice and equal rights movement. So for the past couple nights or months, she has had a hard time going to bed thinking that the KKK are going to break into our house and hurt her or other people in our family. Jeez. Our, our family is white, by the way. I mention that because I think it illustrates to me how much she catastrophizes. 
She thinks that because she has black friends that she's going to be, because she has black friends, she's going to be targeted. I worry a little bit about OCD tendencies because she seems to have these series of rituals that she's been developing around bedtime. She has to say goodnight, give a hug and a kiss, and you have to make sure you say it back to her. And then if you take too long to leave the room after doing that, you have to do it all over again. And after you leave, she has to go around and systematic, systematically check the closet under her bed, make sure her alarm is set, and do the goodnight ritual again. Anyway, this is the longest request for a book recommendation ever. How, how can we help her? Lol. <laughs> Sign concerned parent. Says, do sound concerned. Um, yeah. That's a lot. So, guys, what do you, what do you share? Yeah. What do you think? Oh, man. This Tristan is- had, he had rituals. Like, there were things that, um, uh, like, uh, you know, he had to do at bedtime, uh, trying to remember it was something similar, right. Where, you know, we had to give him a hug and kiss and, a in, in a regular order, he liked order. He liked, you know, following a, a process for all those mm-hmm. things. I think it, it calmed him. Um, and, and he would also, he would catastrophize as well. Like if he saw a movie where somebody, uh, broke into a house he'd be worried about that too for the record if i watch if i watch a heist not a heist movie but like a a movie where there's like somebody breaking into somebody's house right before bed i either dream about it and it freaks me out or i um or i wake up in the middle of the night and all of a sudden hear a noise that of course has to be somebody breaking into the house yeah yeah i can Uh, i have stuff like that but it yeah um it's funny because everybody's probably going to have a version of this, right? You're going to have some mm-hmm. level of this. For me, this hits really home because I catastrophize, or I've gotten better at it in recent years, but I used to be really bad at this all the, all the way up into adulthood. Um, in fact, it felt like it's right around puberty where I got where anxiety happens for me. That's where it kicks in. Prior to that, I felt like a, who cares? Like the whole world's my oyster. Let's go. Uh, something about that changed. I don't know if that's just chemically or whatever the deal is. And maybe this, you know, this girl's on the cusp of that and that has something to do with this. I don't know, but there is something about hormonal changes that I felt like were my catalyst for, for that. But my, my anxieties are often like this. It's like, oh, that's a terrible thing that happens to people. Now I'm going to internalize that to the point where I think about, well, then that could happen to me then. If it can happen to other people, it can happen to me, mm-hmm. which is interesting because on the one hand, I think some kids would think that way and go, oh, this happens to other people. I'm going to be more empathetic toward them so I understand their situation because, boy, I sure wouldn't like that to happen to me. And then there's a subset of kids who go, that happens to other people. That's going to happen to me. You know, like it's just a different way of taking the same information. And I did a lot like she does, I think, uh, when I was young. And also, so here's here's a big difference between two of my kids. So in, in Taylor's case, if she felt sick at all, she would look at me and go, dad, I don't want to throw up. And she would just like have this whole meltdown about the possibility of barfing. Carter, on the other hand, would go, I don't feel good. Did you see that dad? I threw up. Like it wasn't a big deal for her. It was just like a part of, and we would talk and she would be just as energetic after her. She was before, but for Taylor, it was just devastating, you know, Oh my gosh, I'm going to throw up. Sort the dread, of the dread of it, the yeah. dread of it all. And it, and it was a very distinct difference between their two personalities. And I, I am a little more like on Taylor's side. Like I don't talk much about it, but this dental visit I had to do yesterday or two days ago, uh, I was dreading that so bad. 
so mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. I'm going to suck sure. it up and make it happen. But I really, really don't want to do it. And it, it obsessed my thoughts. I couldn't sleep the other night. All I could think about was a stupid dental visit. So some of us just feel like we can never shake this kind of crap. And then some of us do because they go to therapy and take care of their problems. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that, this isn't, I, I obviously doesn't answer your question about what will you do to tell this girl? Because all I'm saying is I can relate to it. And, you know, Brian had experience with his son that are similar. So it's, I think there's some relation here, but I don't know where, I don't know what to tell them. Cause I don't even know what yeah. to tell myself with this. I catastrophize all the time. Still. Right. Good thing you guys have an expert here. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, you guys, this kid's not good advice. What are you? No, it's doing? terrible. You, <laughs> hey, you, <laughs> a, you asked us, so we're just telling you. Exactly. You know. I know. We like I know. to be the we like to be the worst <laughs> examples possible to make your stuff even look better than. I it know. Is. I feel like yeah. you're you're what what is that called? You're pr- propping me up. Whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I'm totally kidding. That was great. But it's also this, like, <laughs> you can relate, right? You can relate. It's hard. Parenting a kid who's feeling really anxious is, is tricky. So you follow the ritual with her or, you know, and in your case, Tristan, like it just made him feel better. So let's do it. And you don't maybe think much about that. And then as things are kind of getting worse, that is a clue to a couple of things. So I'm going to put in the chat, Scott, the book I would recommend. Okay. Um. Well, it's a link to an Amazon thing. Anyway, oh, that's fine. I'll uh, this is if you're. I, I can't diagnose someone from far away, but if this, uh, the things that you're saying are what's happening, and that's just a picture of it. This is definitely OCD, mm-hmm. and um, OCD is treated differently than regular anxiety. Um, and so it sounds like great. You got a therapist on board, and this little girl is suffering. And her brain is telling her to do certain things and or bad things will happen. Here's the thing that's hard to know as parents. It sounds like you you have a good relationship with her and you're connected. And she's maybe not sharing everything. Maybe she is. I don't know. But often with OCD, there can be, there will be a lot of scary, intrusive thoughts that are happening. Just like, okay, it's all going to blow up. So there's an anxious thought. It's fairly intrusive, right? OCD has a special blend of the the anxiety family those thoughts are really disturbing and they like they they don't go away and so it might be if i don't check the oven the house will blow up my family's going to die but i also can't tell my family that's what i'm doing or they will also die so they're they're being tormented yeah. and they can't really convey that so that's the question we don't know i don't if, if i hear these symptoms with a kid i am thinking, okay, what you see on the surface is trying to manage what's going on inside. And what's going on inside is usually a lot worse than your guess if you have never had OCD or or sort of had some experiences knowing what this might look like. So take this very seriously. And I, the first thing I would do is talk to the therapist, mention maybe they're already aware of these symptoms. And I would, I would do this, um, mainly because a parent did this to me way back in the day. And it was such a gift to my career. So her daughter had OCD. The mom had OCD. They both had pretty intrusive thoughts, lots of repetitive behaviors to try to manage intrusive um, thoughts. So they met me. They were referred by someone who knew me. So we did a session. The girl loved me. And the mom's like, what do you know about treating OCD? And I'm like, well, I can treat anxiety. OCD is a little new for me. She's like, how do you feel about me paying for you to get training? (laughs) 
Wow. And I was like, whoa, okay. So she bought me a couple books and and then I really started really studying OCD and how to treat it. And I did everything wrong prior to that. Everything wrong. Yeah. Um, because you don't treat it the same. And that's why I'm acting so alarmed here is that if you have a therapist that is working with your daughter who is just is not skilled in treating OCD, you're going to get this is going to be worse. Because so take somebody who's anxious. They're having, they're freaking out about this. They're having a thought of something terrible is going to happen. They're catastrophizing. There's something. You can handle that in two different ways. One is you can go join them and tell them it's terrifying. <laughs> You're right. It's all going to, we're all going to die. Mm -hmm. um, and often when that happens, someone might actually calm down a little bit. Um, yeah, other when times when someone's just, really just when someone acts just as or crazier than not crazier when they act more extreme <laughs> than they are yeah. it has a weird this has happened to me before it has a weird feeling of like oh are you okay like I'm <laughs> yeah, now <laughs> yeah. i gotta help you yeah uh -huh. that makes sense. yeah exactly because all of a sudden yes. your, your focus shifts to oh what can i do to help this person as opposed to how am i reacting to this whole thing yeah it's right. weird right so now imagine it's your parent and I'm not saying that's happening here, but imagine sure. a parent who's supposed to be the one that protects you and is safe and they freak out with you. Mm. Okay. That's, that's alarming, Doesn't right? Help, then yeah. the second version, another version is they, the parent or the person, you reassure them too quickly. You discount what they're thinking or experiencing mm. or, yeah. you know, and so that actually with anxiety can soothe you a little bit or like, oh, I guess it's going to wow. be Okay. But how it makes it so much worse with OCD is that you have now created a ritual or a requirement for someone to come in and fix the thing. Mm. And the very soothing, nice response or like, it's going to be okay. And, you know, all of that empathy, empathy actually backfires and proves the kid's point, which this is something that's terrifying. Mm. Okay, so when you do that over and over with a child who has OCD, it get their rituals will get worse. You will see the thing that's the only nice thing about OCD is you can see what's not working. Mm. And I'm hearing some improvement with maybe the general anxiety, but I'm hearing it maybe devolving more into OCD behaviors. So that tells me there might be two things happening and the OCD is now flaring up because it's actually the opposite treatment. So we've, I've joked about exposure therapy before. <laughs> like, oh, it's exposure therapy, running into, you know, your ex-boyfriend or whatever. Um, <laughs> but that is actually the girl's standard treatment model for OCD is to be exposed to the, 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 the thing you're afraid of or the germ, if it's a contamination feeling um, or, or, one or you know like there's a bunch of them could there's you could you take somebody who's like afraid of germs and stuff take them to a public place and just for the next 20 minutes you're going to open every doorknob you see and you're not going to worry and you're not going to worry about it or you're going to you're just going to deal with it here we go open this one open this one open this one eventually they 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 realize well i opened 20 doorknobs i washed my hands after just once and it was fine and i don't have to worry but is that the kind of exposure you're talking about yeah it's definitely not like that exactly but it is the same concept <laughs> of like expose them to the the thing that creates the panic response yeah yeah and then elongate the time before they can perform the ritual that calms them down oh i see right okay. so yeah. think of think of ocd as a brain glitch um 
everyone's got a little anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. And then some people's anxiety gets bigger and bigger. OCD is like a wire gets tripped and that then makes it so intense and requires you to behave in ways in order to solve the problem. So uh, we have a, a universally loved version of OCD. You know, if you step on a crack, you break your mother's back. Mm. That is OCD. Mm. But mm. we have a, we play, it's a childhood, like, because there's a couple magical thinking kinds of things that happen with kids in their brains. This is when it's, it's like, it's stuck in the on position forever. Mm. And so the way to unstick it, medication is really valuable. I would consider, because here's what's tricky, is you want to get on top of this before this gets much worse. Um, and often these kids historically have just stayed under the radar and hidden these compulsions. And then what happens is we've got now parents are way more on top of things. And, you know, we have services and we, we do the, the thing and we're trying to help. I just want to emphasize getting specialized OCD, making sure that the therapist you're working with isn't accidentally making it worse. Because mm. I did. Mm. I, I was that therapist, right? Mm. And until that mom was willing to buy me a bunch of books and I was willing to, you know, to, to learn for myself, I, I mean, I would have done everything wrong. And it doesn't mean, you know, you're gonna, not going to super harm the child, but you are going to elongate the process before she gets the, the real help that she does mm. Now, so, again, uh, I'm not diagnosing her from far away, but no. I mean, it's, it's, that's really likely what it is. Do you think, uh, I mean, I don't know what the general consensus is within the, you know, medical community and the, men, the mental health community, but things like OCD, like severe examples of OCD, having to count your steps, no crack walking, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, Turn whatever. lights on and off. Off and on, um, yeah. All those kind of sorts of things. Checking, uh-huh. That Those yeah. are, those are recoverable situations meaning like people can end that in their life successfully or is that a thing they're just always gonna have to deal with and you're gonna just stamp Mm. it down you know what i mean Uh, yeah you not that you stamp it down don't ever do that that makes it 10 times worse it is uh actively treating it so if it's actively treated think of it as like remission right um and medicine so there's a couple ssris that are really helpful for this And some people that works really well for and can just manage it completely that way. Um, Most people need both medicine and some therapy. And it's just knowing, knowing what it is. It doesn't make sense. So talking to an average person about it, who's never experienced or treated anyone with it, you just, it doesn't make sense to you. So, Hey, I just locked my front door. I got in my car and the intrusive thought is you're, you're, the door's not locked. They're going to get mm-hmm. robbed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to go check it. And you're checking it a hundred times. Try to explain that to anyone who's not doing that. It's hard. Right? Yeah, it's, it seems and crazy. It, it's so yeah. hard. They feel crazy. They can't stop it. They know. They know this isn't normal. It's not like they're in a, another, they're in a delusion. They just can't not do it. So because their whole system is telling them, if you don't check that door this last time. So you can see how it really interrupts your life. Um, and so, yes, treatment, uh, there's good treatment. And I've seen people go in remission and do really, really well. You always think of it as like any other challenge. You just have to keep on top of it and not mm. let it get too far. And the hard part is early dis- detection. So that's why I'm feeling very emphatic that they do this now because she's 11. And yeah. 11 is so early to catch this and do good with it. 
like yeah. truly. Yeah. Um, because it's, it, this is not just simply anxiety. Um, and you just want to make sure you get good care because your long-term outcomes are just going to be better because she won't be building more and more rituals, hiding them, feeling shame. Like we can get her out of all of those things and find out what's maybe really also going on mm-hmm. in her head. Because yeah. sometimes, I mean, I've had clients tell me their, their compulsive thoughts, their obsessive thoughts that are violent and terrifying or, you know, really gross and really disturbing. Mm. Do you imagine you're a kid? You just think you're evil yeah. mm-hmm. and you're not, your brain is glitching and you need help. So we just don't know what sh- is going on in her head. And so someone who's skilled at this is going to make a big difference. So mom and dad, bless, I think it's maybe two dads. I don't know. All the parents, everyone involved, like recognize that this is not a parenting problem. Mm. Um, this is, you know, as we just talk about how parents screw stuff up, <laughs> yeah. this is not a parenting problem. Um, but at parents can definitely make it worse. And so we, we just want you to get what you need to understand to do it, uh, to help her in ways that are not going to add to it, but will help her manage it. And um, a reminder book wise, OCD workbook for kids. It's called, uh, yeah. this so is... that is my secondary recommendation. This should not be your first line of defense. Your first line of defense should be a qualified OCD specific well, therapist yeah, for course. her. Yeah. Your yeah. second thing. You can do yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And this book is awesome. You're going to learn a ton as the parent. It's a book you can go through together. It's about built for her age, I believe. Um, and it will give her a much better understanding of her symptoms and understanding it differently. This also um, isn't a book from the 50s. This is 2017. No. This thing was published. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it's newish. Yeah. And that, that whole series, anything that looks like that, there are different authors, but it's the, the whole series. So for like anger issues or anxiety or... Um, well, that's another one, a depression book. They're really helpful mm. um, because it's on a kid's level. It's quality stuff. Anyway, so that whole series is good. Cool. But yeah, that that would be helpful, I think, for the whole family. And just recognizing like that mom back in the day, like this is this is not, I mean, and here's the thing. The mom had intrusive, um, intrusive OCD thoughts that activated when she was in her like early 20s. And because she knew it was something else than just, oh, there's my depressed, sad, anxious kid. She knew. She just liked me enough to, you know, guide me to actually be qualified. (laughs) And I I thank her because what a gift to give somebody, right? Yeah, no, that is. She's like, please, please don't let me offend you, but you're not qualified. (laughs) I, you know. And she was absolutely right. Yeah, that stuff's great. You got to accept it for what, like today I taught Kim how to make a PDF, you know. Oh, see. (laughs) Yeah. It's not quite the same impact, but it's important that we impart our knowledge and yes. help others do yeah. better. How so kind of you! Yeah, <laughs> pass along, <laughs> pass along those those things that uh, the next generation or or uh, people in our lives are going to need to. I know. mean, look these these taxes weren't going to do themselves, so I figured I'd help out. Uh, well, that's great, Wendy. As always, it is a pleasure, as Dad would say, a uh, pleasure to do that. And uh, I look forward to whatever we do next. Wendy's, of course, coming to Vegas as well, everybody. Yay. So if you haven't gotten your tickets, get in there over at frogpants.com slash store and uh, pick them up so you can meet Wendy. That's your real, that's it. even if that's all your goal is for that week, mm-hmm. she's got you. Covered. That's a good goal to have. I agree. Yeah. And I we're like- going to do a fun, we're going to do another fun meetup thing. Um, cool. And yeah, I haven't quite 
figured out what exactly it is, but I got a couple yeah, Barry ideas. does have the uh, the thing again. The yeah, Barry. Barry okay. is very happy to help. The patio, yeah. the patio things. Yeah. Love it. He reached okay. out to Kim we'll as well and said, if, "If you guys need that, he says you guys make sure Wendy knows she has it." So. He's so great. They are okay. wonderful human beings. Uh, Wendy, Bye. have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Okay. There she goes. Real quick here before we get out. Yeah. Just indulge me a little here, Brian, if you don't mind. Of course, anytime. You do that a lot, and I appreciate it. You indulge me. <laughs> um, you're not going to use a toothpick for No, 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 no. None of that. I'm okay, not going to eat right, on okay. air. None of those things. None of those things. I'm trying to trying to keep <laughs> those to a minimum. Eat some gummy worms or something. Yeah, yeah okay, I'm going to choose some, uh, some tinfoil. No, uh, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, yes. Yesterday, Taylor sent us this video. I, I'm just saying, we got Phoebe's a year old, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's mm-hmm. one thing for her to say, hi, or bye-bye, or something like that. Yeah. But last night she's eating crackers and she has this conversation with Tay and I just had to share the audio. So okay. check this out. And all you young kids will especially get it because this term is one that you all love. So here we go. And your crackers? Crackers. Are they bussing? Bussing. They're bussing. Her bussin'. crackers are bussing. <laughs> bussing. Isn't that That's great? Hilarious. I I'm, so, I'm so out of loop. I don't even know what that means. I'm going to say good. 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 I think bussing, bus, bussing means, oh, man, that burrito was bussing. I think that means it was just really good. I don't know. that. Okay. I'm kind of afraid to look it up, to be honest. I know. <laughs> we both, we've been burned so many times. Yeah. We, you know, it's a. <laughs> Let's see. Well, okay. So here's how it's pronounced. Bussin. All right. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, let's see. Those from McDonald's fries sure do be bussin, though, is a use case. Um, okay. Here's let's see. Greasy? Is it means greasy, right? Is that? <laughs> uh, it says delicious, tasty, excellent, or extremely good. Often used oh. for food. So. But but a food almost almost exclusively or very specifically for food. For food, yeah. Like. But I think it can yeah. also be like your shoes are bussin or your you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really dumb phrase, but to hear a one-year-old say it really made my day. So. Yeah. Bussin. It's no it's no weirder than Illin, which no. was, you know, our our time period. Yeah, we did Illin. We did radical. I mean, we did stupid shit. So you yeah. guys have your time. It's fine. Have your time saying stupid shit. It's fine. Yes, exactly. It's uh, your, time. your time. That's right. Uh today, Coverville noon. Uh, noon, yeah. So noon. in about uh, an hour and ten minutes, I'll be starting Coverville, playing some uh, Marvel Snap. Got a She-Hulk Infinite deck that I've been playing around with that I kind of have fun with. Oh, nice. Uh, so that'll be uh, so both gamers and music lovers. Your day is coming. Right. Today you get, is your day. You get both all in one. That's right. Uh, also, core tonight, four p.m. Mountain Time, right here at the uh, streaming channels. If you watch live, cool. got a lot to talk about there. More layoffs in the industry. Uh, Sony did a big nasty one. Pissed me off. Oh, wow. Uh, whatever. It's a mess right now. Um, also, I'm going to stream something in place of Couch Party tomorrow. I don't know what yet, but uh, Brian's gonna, got an airport run with his mom. Taking my mom to the airport, so uh, no Couch Party. I'm going to try and do Guess the Connection either late afternoon or um, tomorrow morning before I leave. So that could be as early as like a 7.30 a.m. Couch or uh, Guess the Connection. Sure. Why not? Early yeah. early birds, get ready. All you Australians who just be having dinner or whatever. There you go. Exactly. Uh, play retro tomorrow at 1.30. And uh, skim also tomorrow sometime. Don't know what time yet. Kim and I are working on that. And then Film Sack this weekend, we are doing Tron finally. Holy Tron! crap. I'm yeah. so excited. I love Tron. Gosh dang it, I love Tron. 
And I know that Tron, for a lot of people, especially if you didn't see it back in the day, or you weren't a kid then, you probably it probably looks like cheese. But man, oh, yeah. Yeah. the feelings I have for Tron, they are deep. For deep. sure. Yeah. We'll see how the it holds visual, up. That weird black and white colorized visual style, the... Uh, Early uh, CG know, Jeff stuff. Bridges, young Jeff Bridges. Yeah, man. Pre Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> way, yeah, way pre Lebowski. I think it's even pre Starman, pre. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Very yeah, early for, for a lot him. of us. This was one of the first things we ever saw Jeff Bridges in. Yeah. Aside. This was like, like oh, a, that's Lloyd Bridges' son. That's Mount right, Mount right, yeah. exactly. And and played the video game. Like the video game came out, and I remember uh, it was a. An arcade in the basement at Cinderella City, the big mall, had yeah. a lower level, yeah. and there was a place called Cinder Alley that had a <laughs> an arcade in it. I love it. And uh, and we played it the first day it was there. Like, oh, we got a brand new game. It's actually a tie-in to a new Disney movie. And da, da, da. I was like, oh, cool. There are four. And like, there was a guy from the the company that put the machine into this arcade that was there letting people play it for free and telling you now you're gonna have four choices you can do any of these four games but you got to complete all four to get up to the next level and wow and uh yeah i can it. i can confirm brian's good at tron we played a little bit in vegas last year and um yeah. it's what you beat me in right yeah yeah it's how uh, i got kicked out of the competition. I hear the spiders multiplying yeah uh, do you hear that right there oh man i love that game Anyway, Tron, this weekend, check it out. That is going to do it for us. If you're looking for TMS info, no matter what it might be, you can find it at frogpants.com slash TMS. Let's play a song to get us out of here. What do you got? Okay. Mike Couch, a.k.a. Sofa Leaper, says, uh, hey, wanted to request something for my 10th birthday and 40th trip around the sun, as well as for any other leapers in the tadpool. This listening since the beginning, heard the show announced on Coverville. Oh, wow. So heard me talking about tms on coverville and that uh it's not not often that it comes the other way usually it's like oh i heard about coverville because you talked about on tms yeah um uh so he wants something leapy uh and he says that tender crisp bacon has talent though oh my gosh uh okay so let's see how we can do this tender crisp bacon ranch. Tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch and then wait the talent thing talent though i think is the uh whatever happened mc hammer oh mc hammer do I have that handy? Oh, it has been ages since I played that. All yeah. right, I'm going to find it. Hammer. I got to have it under hammer. If it's not under hammer. It might be under curry because it was an Adam Curry thing. MC Hammer is certainly not a role model. That- That's not it. And what's MC Hammer doing? There it is. You know the guy's got talent. I knew it was in there. <laughs> what's he doing? What's he doing? What's he going, yeah. what's going on with him? A lot of people lamenting the disappearance of MC Hammer. Yeah. Uh, all right. How about something leapy? Um, you know, had very few options for leap day in my library. There were good covers, but this is a great cover of a great song. I'm a, I'm a huge Billy Bragg fan. So this one kind of felt like a no brainer uh, to me. And this is another one that kind of begins one way, but then as the song goes in, it, uh, it evolves into something different. Uh, by okay, it's not jump day, it's leap day. Leap okay. day. Leap I day. could, I could have a hundred songs with jump in the title, but yeah. this is leap day. So yeah, it's leap. day of the jumper, not day of the leaper. Okay, get it right. <laughs> the evil leaper, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is a band called The Ghost Set with their cover of Waiting for the Great Leap Forward, or as Billy Bragg says it, Waiting for the Great Leap Forward. <laughs> That's how he sings it. Um, from the album uh, Best of Modern Noise Volume 2, here is The Ghost Set.
I've been Camelot for Jack and Jacqueline On the Jaguar Highway, filling up with gasoline Fidel Castro's brother spies, rich lady who's crying A luxurious disappointment, he looks over and he's trying To sympathise with her, but he thinks that he should warn her that the third world It's just around the corner In the Soviet Union A scientist is blinded By the reception of nuclear testing And he is reminded That Dr. Robert Oppenheimer's optimism fell
Get more at frogpants.com. Holy smokes! A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.